Hey, this is Johnny Diaz, and I am your host for My Daily Briefing, a 365-day chronological journey through Scripture designed to make the Bible make sense. Day 47, Hands Held High. Now, while they were enjoying the water that God had provided for them at Rephidim, the Israelites were suddenly ambushed by the Amalekites. Now, the Amalekites were descendants of Esau, Jacob's twin brother. They had no respect for Israel or their God, and they began to target the weak and weary travelers who had difficulty staying with the group. Now, Moses felt obligated to defend the people that God had placed under his leadership. So he commanded Joshua to gather some of the stronger men and lead them into battle against the Amalekites the next day. Now, this would be the first battle that Israel ever fought as a nation. Moses realized that victory would be completely dependent on God's presence and power since they were facing an army that had far more equipment and more experience. Now, during the battle... Moses wanted to demonstrate his dependence on God in a way that both the Amalekites and the Israelites could clearly understand. So he stood at the top of a hill overlooking the battlefield with his arms held high and his staff extended towards the heavens. It was a posture of prayer and of praise. And it didn't take long for Moses to realize that the outcome of the battle was dependent on how long he could actually hold that position. When his arms were raised, the Israelites were able to advance against the Amalekites. But if he lowered them, the Amalekites had the advantage. Fortunately, Moses had invited his brother Aaron and a companion named Hur to join him at the top of the hill. And springing into action, they rolled a rock over for him to sit on, and they held his arms steady with the staff extended until the sun went down. With Joshua fighting in the valley below, and Moses along with Aaron and Hur lifting his staff on the hill above, the Israelites were able to defeat the Amalekites. Moses built an altar there to praise God and signify the victory that he had just won for his people. Soon after this, Moses' wife and sons joined him in the wilderness near Mount Sinai. Moses' father-in-law named Jethro accompanied them. He was excited to hear all the amazing things that the Lord had done through Moses when he rescued the Israelites from Egypt. Then Jethro worshipped God and led the Israelites in offering sacrifices. The next day, Jethro watched as Moses spent all day settling disputes and teaching the people what God wanted them to do. That evening, he gave Moses some advice. You're wearing yourself out, he explained. The job you have taken on is way too big for one man to handle. Your priority should be to represent the people before God and teach them what he says. Then Jethro advised Moses to appoint leaders he trusted who could settle the people's everyday disputes. Moses followed Jethro's advice. He was able to set up an efficient system of leadership that satisfied the people and allowed him to actually get some rest. So here's the question. Do you have friends who are willing to help you when things get tough? And are you willing to listen to others when they offer godly advice? There are times that we cannot accomplish everything God wants us to do without accepting the help of others. God never intended for us to make it through life on our own. Galatians 6.2, the Apostle Paul commands us to carry each other's burdens. In this way, he said, you will fulfill the law of Christ. 
My Daily Briefing was written by my mom, Gwen Dias. Now, if you find value in this podcast and think others would as well, please take a second to like, share, and subscribe. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.